Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. Do you enjoy playing relaxing puzzle games on your phone? I do. It's even better when they're free and you can collect prizes along the way. Welcome to Two Dots. I have been playing Two Dots to relax my mind, unwind, and there's something very methodical about it. The premise of the game is you connect dots horizontally, vertically, but never diagonally. And you head from level to level. And as I mentioned, you do collect points along the way if you are into that. More than 5,000 puzzles to keep you engaged and relaxed after a very long day, uniquely designed challenges challenges, game modes, and levels to choose from based on what adventure you are into. And by the way, you can download it for free right now on your Android phone or iOS. I also like the color template of this game. It's very, it's giving me very like pastel-y vibes. So yeah, I think you're going to enjoy it too. If you are ready to kick back and unwind, download Two Dots for free on Android and iOS and start connecting. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option, if you're doing fertility or IVF, can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say. Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Uh, Dr. Paul Roth at West End Plastic Surgery can help you look fabulous. How about a little mommy makeover? You need it. Everything from tummy tucks, breast augmentation, and then just helping your face look fabulous. And you can do it non-surgical or surgical. Go right back to work. And then go right back to work. (laughs) Just what we do. WestEndPlasticSurgery.com. Go visit our friend Dr. Paul Roth. Tell him the Hayfresh podcast with Paul Wharton sent you. Book your appointment at WestEndPlasticSurgery.com today or call 202-785-4187. Wolf Trap. They're amazing. We did a great event with them, and you are going to love it. If you haven't been to Wolf Trap or if it's already one of your favorites, check out wolftrap.org for their Summer 2007 series. Cheryl Crow is there currently. You can also get Lionel Richie, who's coming up, Disney, The Little Mermaid. They have everything from Fun Girls 
night out shows to family shows. It's wolftrap.org. Yeah. Sarah Frazier on the mic and she about to begin The co-host with the most born one looking fleek Take it from me, you should be listening Live from the nation's cap, pop culture at its best No need a second guess, separated from the rest Entertaining nonetheless, many topics to address Sarah, she's a glamorous, the number one hostess Oh, Paul Wharton That song never gets old I know it never gets old Is I've it been jamming it, it just gets you in the mood. I love it. Hey, baby. How's it going, doll? Oh, good, girl. I came running home to you, baby. <laughs> yeah, I know you did. <laughs> From a fabulous weekend at the historic, legendary Grey Gardens. Uh, honey. I mean. You I, couldn't have told me I wasn't a rich white woman. <laughs> You couldn't have told living, me nothing. You're living like a new life up there. You're, you see that? Oh, my God. Your Instagram was amazing. It was just like you owned the place. I, I have new it. friends. I have, like, Hampton's friends. I've been invited back, like, next week. I mean, I have places to go. I told you. Montauk. I mean, oh, I know. Sag Harbor. I mean, I have friends now, so it was an amazing weekend. God, it's gorgeous out there. Yes. We, well, I'm dying to hear all about that, so okay. we're going to talk about that. We have tons of news stories to get to. Snapchat, is it finally dying? Instagram is taking over. You don't even mm, have I never did it. I never did Lucky it. I just you. couldn't say one more thing. I just Ugh, couldn't do it. God. Well, yeah. anyway, when can we finally ditch our Snapchat? We also have to talk about the um, 17-year-old Muslim girl that was killed here in Virginia. That story is getting so much discussion. But um, there's a lot of debate in the community. Was it a hate crime? Was it not? Police okay. keep saying it's not a hate crime. So... We'll have to talk more about that. And then uh, also, I was at a wedding over the weekend, yeah, and I want to know. I saw your pictures. I want to hear about that. Well, I want to know your thoughts. Okay. Do you ever go to weddings and then question your own relationship? Is that just like what you do at a wedding? Because it's like. It's a really just a picture of the person's best day, yeah. right? Really. It's not like a glimpse of their whole life. But I have this problem where I go to weddings and then I go. Oh, my God. Like, are Dan and I going to say these things to each other when we get married? Are people going to say this about our love story? And then I usually get a huge fight Well, if with it Dan. really bothered you, <laughs> basically, you know, what happened when you got back to the hotel room tells the story. So when you got back to the hotel room, did you, good night, did you put your, like, <laughs> did you put your creams on and your, and your, your um, big underwear? Well, it would, no, we didn't because we were like, we were really traveling. And the other part about this weekend, too, is like we decided to drive up to Westminster, Massachusetts, which is like seven hours from here. That's if you have no traffic. Mm -hmm. But it took us all, it took us like 10 hours to get there. So, first of all, Dan was like not happy. He wanted to fly. Mm -hmm. And like a week before we went, he almost looked at flights to buy. And then for us to rent a car. And I was like, no, it'll be an adventure. We'll just drive. It never is. It never is. Over six hours, it's never an adventure. Oh, is it's, that your rule? Oh, my gosh. I have. I think I have narcolepsy. You know, I told you. <laughs> what do you I fall asleep to, at the wheel? I used to drive to Cleveland, and I would get so sleepy. I actually went to the doctor. I called it. I said, I have narcolepsy. Oh, shit. I got narcolepsy, and I can't have that. I can't just be falling asleep. Right, well, drive it. It's just, I can't do it. Over six hours, that's my limit. How far is it to Cleveland from D.C.? Six hours if you just stop once in Breezewood for, for gas and coffee. That's it. Wow. That's, I stopped once. That's a long haul, though. In yeah, Breezewood, that's... it's two hours to Breezewood, and then from Breezewood to Cleveland is four more hours. 
And wow. I'm nodding out like that last hour. <laughs> You're like, oh boy, oh boy, keep the windows down. So yes, we. So anyway, I feel like a little bit. Oh my God, do I have to make it up to Dan? Mm-hmm. Because we were sort of driving. We got to the Double Tree Hotel. We like go to sleep. We well, got to make that up to him. The <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Double Tree. I mean, why go that far? Had to stay at the Double Tree. Was because there no Four Seasons? Not not in Westminster, Mass. And all the cute little B and Bs were booked. So you're. You know, your choice is like okay. be the double tree or, you know. I mean, nothing's wrong. I'm sure it's lovely. Was it nice? It probably oh, yeah. is nice I there. I mean, it was really, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. just your, like, basic hotel room, you know. Right. And thankfully, it was non-smoking. So, you know, that's, like, all you can pray for once you get out I'm of I'm sorry. City. I just got real rich, right? I just came from Great Gardens. The double tree. What? Are you kidding me? I won't be able to stay hotel for weeks. <laughs> Oh, boy, yeah, you would have had a little downgrade from Grey Gardens to the Double Tram. But anyway, we went to this wedding, and it was so beautiful. And they just had, like, the most incredible vows. And then um, the pastor that they had said, you know, I want you to write a love note to each other on this day. And you put it in a times capsule. And in five years, you open it together and you read it. And then on that day, you write two more. Like, about your love the past five years and then what your hopes for the love is for the next five years. And then you put that in a time capsule and you open it in 10, you know, it's your tenure. And you you do this so on and so forth until, you know, unfortunately your lives part ways, however that might be. And I'm thinking to myself, is Dan going to write me love notes in a time capsule? And then I start to get really upset because I'm like, I want all these, like, I want, is it unrealistic to think that your relationship is going to be like people's weddings day, wedding day every day? Well, that goes away. And you know, from just about every one of your friends, right? First of all, I do have for divorce. Every relationship I know, I was telling this to this girl friend of mine who in this really attractive, wealthy, unbelievable man came up to her at this party the other day that we were at. Okay, wait, and is she already in a relationship? She's in a new relationship. She's like, but I love him. I'm like, but... You're like, bitch, move on to this other Any relationship I've ever been in has ended. Any relationship you've ever been has ended, except for the one you're in now, like you. You know what I mean? Um, They're all over. Like, they all crash and burn like, dun, dun, dun. (laughs) No, but I mean, but hearing that sounds wonderful, but of course you have to start on that high note when you first get married. If you, because some people don't. Right. Oh my God. And they had people stand up and give the most amazing speeches. Like, even the DJ is like, yeah, this is the only wedding I've ever been to. Like, most people don't want to get on the microphone here. Like, everybody wants to get on the microphone. Everyone had these incredible stories of like how these two found each other and their love story. And I'm thinking, no, what what are people going to say about our love story? Like, do people know our love story? Like, she it wants would to put be... her kids on Snapchat, <laughs> but it went out. <laughs> but it's not cool anymore. Yeah, like, <laughs> now I'm just going to be on Facebook Live every day. But I think I have a problem where I compare relationships, and then the, the nuts and bolts of it are probably not as, as sweet. But I don't know. Does anyone else go to weddings and just, you're like, oh, my God, I need this. So anyway, yeah, I was like, Dan, I mean, you better ship up. Ship up? Yes, or ship out. <laughs> well, I mean... I he, was like, I need a love note. I mean, he used to Are write... you romantic towards him? Oh, good question. What do you do nice for Dan? Do you rub his back? I know he doesn't yes. do Yes. He cooks... Basically, he does all that stuff for the house. What I do you give do him for back him scratches. Nice? He's you? obsessed with a head scratch and a back scratch. So I try almost every night. And then oh, that's nice. Um, he really has like big knots in his shoulders sometimes because he's stressed. So I have hot stones that I warm up and put like oil on his back and like oh, give him a hot. Nice. So I try and and I, and I cook. 
I do most of the dinner cooking. He'll make our breakfast and stuff like that. Oh, you do the dinner cooking and then he right. does the dishes. So, and then, like, I'm always trying to, you know, throw him little romantic birthday parties and stuff, which he doesn't really want. But, mm-hmm. you know, so, but I, I try and do it. And he's very good to me, too. I just think I always want more. Yeah, you know? how's the foreplay? Meaning, not enough. See, that's what I'm saying. See, so you're enough. just in the bed. Do you want to do it? Okay, yeah, I would do it. Or yes. somebody rolls over and kisses, no. and then you do it, and then it's over. We need more yeah. foreplay. We've yeah, gotten do. to the phase where we don't make out like for a long time anymore, right. and I'm just like, I need a lot more make out and way hotter sex. Okay. Which I just shared with him this story about how men, if they want to ward off prostate cancer, need to ejaculate 21 times a month. Wow. So I was hoping that that would help him, like... You know, really want to get into it more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you're, you're willing to help him out with that. <laughs> you're such a good girlfriend. Is 21 times a month a long time? That's for not men? a lot. No. That's not. That's okay, like. Okay, thank you. No, you got to skip nine days, and that's only like one day for time. No. I mean, most do like twice, three times a day. Okay, okay. All right, good. Yeah. So, anyway, I was having a moment this weekend, but. It was it was great. It was and this is one of my friends who I've known. He was the guy who got married actually was one of the first radio callers to my college podcast or my college radio show ever. What? He was listening. He called in. He's like, "I love your show." I was like, "You should come down to the station and like be on the the uh, college radio show." He did. He started co-hosting with him, with me and then we were friends for years. Wow. Yeah. Does he still work in this business? No. Oh. Well, actually he does. He works for A&E. So, oh, wow. but he he's more behind the scenes video editing. But That's yes. Awesome. I know. It was pretty cool so anyway that was my weekend but i need to hear all about gray gardens well let me tell you sir i don't even i haven't even completely wrapped my head around it it was just about the most phenomenal trip i've and you know i go a lot of places but in recent times and in you know a place where i could just drive to i mean it was just spectacular this is you are i'm telling you i admire you in so many ways but this is amazing this all this free visit by the way stemmed from you talking about an experience with them and then they called you up and invited you when i talk about people from my past i get threatened with a lawsuit so i just want to say you know, you like really well, you know it was it was something that i was feeling and i knew i'd come back to it when i was ready because as soon as when that happened before and i don't want to recount all of that you know because i've done that i've already said that but when that happened before, she sent me an email right after, and I wasn't ready to receive it, so I cast it away. Right. I deleted it. And then when I was ready to talk about it, it was just happened to be several years later. And as soon as I did, she called me in like two minutes. And then, okay, so in, in that conversation we had, I said, I think I'll take my mother. She said, Paul, please take your mother. Oh, my God. And I took my mother. And we recreated some of the most iconic shots. You saw some of them earlier. They are literally <laughs> spot on. They're so good. Uh, and I got to watch the documentary about Grey Gardens. But the, yeah. the summary of it is that basically they were cousins of Jackie O, right? Of Jackie they, there was an aunt, okay. which Edith, and then the cousin, little Edie. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, and they lived there in East Hampton. And, you know, they were rich and fabulous like everybody else. And then her husband, I think she got some kind of, you know, she divorced from her husband. She was having an affair with the piano player. The husband had him on salary. All that shit started to fall apart. She got depressed. The house fell into disrepair. She was living off of $150 a month, um, uh, you know, alimony or whatever. Okay. You know, for 10 years. And then after that, there was no money. And then, uh, you know, when Jackie um, Onassis found out about all of this going on, the tax evasion, the house in disrepair and all that, she went and visited and then she put the money to fix everything. All right? That is unbelievable. So yes, I think the mother, I think Edith died in like 70, 
Wait, the documentary was in 74. I think Edith might have died in 75. Okay. And then they sold, little Edie sold the property to Sally Quinn, who offered <gasps> me to go there in 79. Wow. So they restored it, and it's been their home, and every year they spent the entire month of August there. Oh, my God. Fabulous. And then, of course, Ben Bradley died in 2014, and since then she just hasn't felt the same, and it's just... So it's on the market now. If you have a cool $20 million, you can buy it. Is that how much it is, $20 million? Yeah. Our interns are raising their hand. <laughs> They've got the money. That's freaking awesome. <laughs> so listen, so we get there, and, you know, Sally has arranged for me to meet this realtor. Okay, his name is Schultzy. I know oh. Michael Schultz, but I start calling him Schultzy. Let me tell you, me and him are like best friends. <laughs> Best freaking friends. So he gets there. He shows us the place really quick. He gives us a key. And then he's like, he makes a plan for us to meet him in Montauk for drinks later. I mean, he was like instant friend. Okay. Oh, my God. I love so it. So I have my friend Rebecca coming in later that night. But when we got there, my mom and I, it was a bit intimidating. Oh, I can imagine. That mansion looked unbelievable. It's huge. The two of us were there. Schultz, left. We closed the door. It was silence. The first thing I did, I was like, we got to turn on some, some music. Because I know Edie the Needy never heard Freddie Jackson sing. You are my lady. You know, jam tonight. You know, we needed some something. I started burning incense and playing music. <laughs> I was like, because we there are rumors. I don't know where these rumors came from, but there is like this kind of rumor that it's haunted, right? There is a rumor, and you know, not just a rumor. My friend, who used to be married to Quinn, the son, what? told me it was haunted. Of course, I didn't tell my mother that because she wouldn't have gone. Oh my god, yeah, because she's been already terrifying. afraid of houses like that. Yeah. Yeah. So. So anyway, so we decided that, um, you know, it, we needed to have a cocktail because I said we need to start to get our buzz on, definitely, without a doubt, you yeah, know, because uh, I, yes, I knew I what was coming, like, nightfall. Yeah. I was like, uh-oh, <laughs> nightfall's coming. He's coming out of the closet. Right. She's going to be, like, creeping around, yeah. Exactly, but to make a long story short, Rebecca came that night, you know, my mom and I, out of 11 bedrooms, it's either 10 or 11, I mean, there's, like, 10 bedrooms and then, like, another little bedroom. That is crazy. And then, like, a little hobbit house outside with, the like, a futon. It's so amazing. Mm. My mom is like, you know, I put my stuff, I said, I, you know, you want to sleep in the master bedroom? No. And I said, how about this one? Uh, okay. And in the room where the lady slept has two <laughs> twin beds. So my mom is like, close that door. So I'm like making all these adjustments. I'm like closing doors and stuff. So then I put all my stuff out in the master bedroom and I'm getting all my potions and creams as that guy read me about on Instagram. All those potions and creams you use. I was like, uh, yeah. Is that a read? A or lot. Just, or yeah, just but yeah. Right? yeah. Okay. So you see my bathroom. Okay. You got it. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I put out all my creams and potions. And, <laughs> and then my mom is like, um, yeah. Uh, you're going to need to sleep in there with me. I'm like, okay, so you're really trying to run this Grey Gardens thing. Like, you know, the mother and the son now have to sleep in the same room. <laughs> and I did. Like, so for all the days we were there, I slept in the same room as my mom. Oh, my God. Paul, it looked fabulous. The pictures, your mom looked gorgeous. Like, she was having so much fun. It was amazing, but I do want to share this. And, and I'm sharing a lot on paulwartonstyle.com, and I'll actually share that. that yes. Um, that blog on heyphrase.com. But, um... There was a big party for the Harvey Milk Institute right down the, the road. Okay? I saw all these people dressed up now. You know I had my photographer there. I had one I guess. You were in this beautiful tux. I was doing a lot. Okay. Oh, yeah. We went to a party at this person's house down the street. I met the neighbors. Like, I was all around there. I can't believe it. I have it. so many Rich Hamptons friends. It's crazy. I might be able to go there and find myself a new life. I 
<laughs> Maybe I will. I wouldn't put, absolutely you can. If anybody can, it's you. So all these guys were passing, mostly gay guys. It's like, oh my God, I smell, it's gay guys, gay guys. Like, I just knew the aura of gay guys. Like, I just saw, like, too many, like, pads and paisleys and, you know, colorful hats and shit. I'm like, there are gay guys on Lily Pond and, and you know, I knew they were you passing. You knew they were there. They were somewhere. So I walked out to the road, and I see all these gay guys walking up the streets. So I'm like, hey, where are y'all going? And some of them are so rude. I couldn't believe I was standing there talking, and they walked right past me. Really? Like they were like, to a party. <laughs> Fucking bitchy queens. <laughs> Do you know I'm staying at Grey Gardens? Look up, you queen. So <laughs> consume with yourself. You don't even see you're passing by Grey Gardens. This is, this is like, you know, gay Excuse White me? House right here. Gay White House. I mean, this is major. Gay White House. Right. This is where it all began. So what did you end up doing? Finding somebody that was like, hey, so come two on. Two guys are, were so cool. They were like, come to the party. I said, no, I can't come to the party. But because you all stopped, you can come back by Grey Gardens for a cocktail. They were like, what the fuck? When those two guys came back, they brought like 20 people with them. Oh my God, I So love we totally got house crashed, but I met some really cool people that I'm still in, in touch with. But I'll tell you, they really liked my mom. It was a couple. I hope they don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> because and they please were, don't download. They were so cool. But late that night, like at 1.30 in the morning, they sent me a picture of like, you know, skinny dipping. They were like, come over to the pool at our house. And I'm like, well, I can't. You know, of course, my mom's sleeping next to me. She's like, Can I sneak who's out on your phone? Mom? I'm like, nobody, mom. I'm just checking Facebook. <laughs> you know? I got to go downstairs for some water. I mean, you know, so what do you do? I would be like, Mom, these guys just invited me to a party piece. Let me <laughs> no, it was 1.30. I mean, I'm I, know, such, well, I became such a mama's boy. To be honest with you, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't even have been on my phone. But <laughs> Oh, my God. We had so much fun. We went into town. We rode bikes. We walked on the beach. We cooked the most amazing meals. I mean, I just met such great people. My friends Richie and April were up there. They were staying in Sunset Beach. But let me tell you about this. Something bothered me. Ooh, and what? And I hope this doesn't get back to them. But if it does, maybe it should. I, I was going to reach out to her and tell me how you would feel about this. So this friend of mine, I've already said her name. So her name is April. Um, she's married to Richie. They're good friends of mine. They have two sons. Um, they're fantastic. Um, however, okay, so they came over. We invited them over because okay. April is a big fan of Grey Gardens. All and right. the story and all that, she really connected with that story, and I knew that. So I invited them over, and they came. They stayed for dinner. Wonderful. They've been my friends for years. Now, I've seen them go to other people's, like, be invited by my friend Mary, let's sure. say. My okay. friend Mary, the, you know, she's out in Potomac, and she's all that, and, you know, whatever. So she invites people. To, oh, Mary, thank you for having us on your plane, or thank you for t taking us to Turks and Caicos, or thank you oh. for having us to your house. You know. Thanks, Mary. Are, Mary, yeah. Mary, Mary. Or this one invited them. So they post this picture up celebrating Father's Day and birthday at Grey Gardens. The fuck? Oh, but were you in the picture? No, but they didn't even mention, like, that oh, hey, Paul for having Paul. me. Because they, and they do it for everybody else, and I just thought that, that was, like, is that just me being weird or what? I mean, you know, because normally... Was it just, like, their family unit? Was it the boys? Was it their, their kids? It was their, it was, the, yeah. Well, in that case, I feel like maybe I would have just... Do they thank you behind the scenes, like, person to person? Well, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure. They, right. I'm sure in per... I'm sure they... I don't remember, but probably I don't so. know. I mean, I would... I would 
would try not to be offended by that because yeah. maybe they just wanted to post for Father's Day a picture of them with yeah. their kids and the dad. That's and true. As long as they thanked you in person, I'd let them be like whatever. Yeah, I, I think I don't think I'd bring I it up. I think I just like, remembered like them like being like, oh, this one invited us to such and such, and I'm like looking on their, oh, that's nice, you know, over time, and I'm like just like, oh, we celebrated Greek art. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> Y'all was invited up to the Grey Gardens. You know, because you right. get there within an hour, I mean, you are completely adjusted to the life that you have become accustomed to. I mean, as far as you I... You totally acclimated <laughs> to a new life. Oh, my now. God. Like, I was like, you know, big and little E. Like, I was the one. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Standing on the... Get off my stoop. I took a nap. I'll just finish with this. Oh, I took a nap on the hammock out front. Uh. And when I was in the hammock, about that. 10 people within like 30 minutes came. I know the neighbors are so sick of Grey Gardens because Steven Spielberg, by the way, lives right across the street, right across the street. Oh. Literally, I see his driveway. Um, then people would come up and park and get out and like try to take pictures. They saw me swinging in the hammock and they would like, ah, like, <laughs> yeah. They were trying to take pictures of you in the hammock? No, of the house. Oh, oh, but I got it. all day long. Like oh. most of the traffic that comes down that road Are stops at Grey Gardens. Photos. Yeah. That's amazing. So, you know, it was something that I wanted to share with with some of my friends, but I don't know, that just kind of rubbed me a little bit. I would try not to take it. For, I mean, you're I right. understand what you're saying, like if they do that for everybody else, but with it being Father's Day, like if they just posted a Saturday picture and it wasn't any particular day, aside from Sunday Father's Day, I could see being like, Okay, hey, you know, right. that's a little different, but with the kids in the photo, I would just be like, whatever. You I love what? it. I love this new carefree attitude that Father's you have. Father's Day, whatever. Well, <laughs> that's like for 10 minutes. <laughs> I know. I'm like. <laughs> uh, that's like 10 minutes, and then we're like, I'll be back to not being that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, well, good. Well, we're glad to have you back, and that seems like amazing. And you can follow, paulwhartonstyle.com is the website. paulwartonstyle.com. I'm going to put the blog post up. I'm actually yeah. talking to a fabulous magazine about featuring all the images from from the trip and doing a, and a story attached to it. So I'll share that as well in my Instagram. It's uh, Paul Wharton. It's Paul Wharton style. Oh my God. I mean, and the other pictures that you're going to post of you spoofing <sighs> little Edie are really, they're like spot on. They're, they're like really amazing. good, right? Yes. They're so, so good. <laughs> um, well, a couple stories I wanted to get your opinion on because so much has been happening over the past week, including some just like really sad stories. But uh, there's an update today with the Muslim teen that happened just here in uh Sterling at the Adams Mosque in Fairfax, and authorities now suspect that Nabra Hassanin may have actually been sexually assaulted before she was murdered on Sunday, according to two sources with knowledge of the investigation. She's a 17-year-old Muslim girl that sent shockwaves through the country after a recent string of violent attacks on Muslim and racial minorities. Now, police say they are not investigating her death as a hate crime at this time. Um, when you first heard about that, would you? I was just like. God, so sad. And there seems like recently there's been a lot of young people yeah. either killed or just some really tragic things happening. Well, because of everything else that's going on right now and what we're hearing in the news every day, um, of course I thought, you know, the first thing I thought was hate crime. Hate crime? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and and I don't think I knew initially that there was a, um, that she had been sexually violated. Like No one did. That just came out last oh, night. Okay. So they're just saying now they believe she may have even been raped twice by this the guy that's been arrested. Um, but as far as I know, as of this morning, they have not confirmed, confirmed that. Um, but police have made the arrest of Darwin Martinez Torres. They said that Martinez Torres, it was a road rage incident and that the group of teens, this is like another reason why. 
why I'm never having children, that the group of teens that Nabra was a part of ended up getting into a confrontation with Darwin, who then got out of the car, started chasing them. Nabra actually tripped over her traditional Muslim <clears throat> yeah, gown that she was wearing or dress, and then he hit her in the head with a baseball bat. This is what kills me, though, and I don't want to be insensitive to this, but I'm like... Where are the other teens that were part of the group? So they basically just, like, ran off and left her? I don't know. They haven't explained that part, and I don't want to be judgy on here. But I'm just like, I don't know that teens have had enough life experiences. Like, I'm from Cleveland, and we have, like, a pack (laughs) mentality. I'm not trying to make light of this, but I'm just saying, like, if one of us gets some shit goes down, oh, we all going in. Do you know what I mean? Well, like, if yeah. someone came in here on us, and I'm going to put this energy out there, but okay. listen, no, I'm, hey. Yeah. I'm, like, making eye contact with y'all. Like, you know we going in. One of y'all bitches run, you better hope I don't make it out of here. <laughs> because if <laughs> I catch you, if I catch your ass out on the streets. Yes. No, because we all got, I mean, as best we can, of course, it's self-preservation. But, shoot, I'm down for the group. So, yeah. I mean, look, they're not saying exactly what happened. Maybe some of the teens did try and come back, but her yeah. body, he was, she was knocked unconscious. And she was <sighs> taken into Torres's vehicle where she was taken to a pond. And Torres later led police there, but they believe that Torres then raped her before. <sighs> I mean, I think she may have been dead at that time, but she was sexually assaulted at some point. I'm with you, and this is my thing, is I grew up in rural Maine, and... I don't know. The teens that I grew up with, even at that time, the kids were super responsible. Like, we always would drink at someone's parents' house. But there was always designated drivers. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. everybody was super responsible. And the same thing, I can remember when my friend Mike got into this fight and this kid pulled out a knife. Like, there were, like, two or three people there breaking up. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, helping out. And that's the only part of this story that I'm... Obviously, I'm disturbed by the entire part of this story. And I've, I've been to Adams Center and the Adams Mosque out there. The community is beautiful. They help not only other Muslim families, but they do help everybody in Fairfax. So it's super tragic. But that part of the story, to me, I'm like, wait a minute. So, like, where are the other kids? Hmm. I don't know. Is that too judgmental? I feel like maybe that's too much. No, I think it's, but I think the responsibility lies obviously on the perpetrator. Do you know? Right, 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 right. And, and you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. And if you'd ask any of those parents, those other kids, they would have said, you know, I'm just glad my child's okay. I mean, you know, that's right. the reality of it is he could have killed more than one child. And it's just, it's just a horrible thing all the way around. And I'm just wondering, and I just think we should all think to ourselves, why is this happening and how can we hmm. individually turn this thing around in our own little space, in our own communities, within the people that we interact with to kind of get back on track. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because something is definitely happening, and I don't have to make this podcast into, like, a political podcast. Oh, please, yeah. No, but, I mean, it's going on, and, I mean, I watch, because, you know, I know some people in that administration, and I'm thinking, huh, what do they have to say about these things? You know, Mm. and, you know, I see, like, have a great day. I'm posting this picture with flowers. Oh, bitch, please. I mean, you know, I'm just like, what is really going on? You know that the rhetoric that's coming out of there is driving all this craziness and this foolishness and this messiness. So what do you have to say about it? Yeah, a lot of people believe that, too, that right now, you know, in general, as a society, we are so heightened, so angry, so aggressive, and uh, the consequences are that we see leaders getting ahead by being bullies, Mm -hmm. by essentially... um, 
you know, we have people that support both sides of the aisle on, that yeah. listen to this podcast, so they may disagree. But uh, but most of the young Republicans I know did not support uh, President Trump. They were voting for somebody else sure. um, and are just as surprised as everybody else is. So, um, no, I'm I with you. Want, I think it's I'm a tough time. I'm surprised, and I think the reason why people aren't feeling as compassionate towards, and I'll name it, like Ivanka at this point, oh, they're not yeah. feeling as because she comes out and she says, oh, I had no idea that people in Washington, you know, Washington would be so cruel. And, you know, no one likes us. And, you know, it's almost like I would respect you more because I've had great respect for her in the past. Right, right. But at this point, it's like, you know, acknowledge what is going on. You can't come out and say everybody else is cruel. Like Eric Trump came out and said, oh, the hateful rhetoric on the on the left and all this. And it's almost like, hello, do you hear what's going on? Right. You know, and who else is he going to listen to other than his family? Right. So I'm not going to really go too deep into it, but I think that there's a major shift in what's going on in the world. Everybody's kind of on the edge. Definitely, definitely. Well, the other story too. I don't know if you if you had a chance to see it, but more dash cam video came out of the Philando Castile shooting. Um, you know, also over the weekend while we were gone, um, Philando Castile, the police officer. Uh, oh my gosh, I think it's Geronimo Yanez. Um, killed Castile in Minnesota, and he was completely he's going to completely go free. He was acquitted on Friday of one count of second degree manslaughter and two counts of intentional discharge of a firearm that endangers safety, but. They released more of the dash cam video. It is, have you seen that? It's extremely hard to watch. I mean, this guy goes, this police officer, and again, I don't know. I wasn't there. But this guy goes from just a routine traffic stop of license registration and Philando going, you know, I've got a weapon on me. I guess Philando must have gone to show him, and this guy goes, don't go for it, don't go for it, and then just starts firing away. It's just nuts. I don't know that he went to show him, and you know, and you know what it was. I mean, Sarah, at this point, you know, you report the news, you read it, you don't have to live it and experience it. I tell you, I am horrified he had a license to carry. Right. Okay, he had no criminal background, but this is the world we're living in, and that's why I did a segment on Fox 5 that was about mothers of grown black sons. Because mm. I'm almost 40 years old, and my mother sits up at night until I get where I'm going, and I would get so annoyed with her until I finally got to the root of, what is going on with you? No, mother, I don't want to call you when I get there because I don't want you oh, waiting right. up for me. But there is a fear in her because of everything that's going on. Sure. Like, okay, I'm going down the street, you know, I get pulled over, and then I'm like saying whatever, and then, you know, next thing you know, they're carrying me out, zipping it up, and carrying me out of there. So, I mean, there is that fear, and, and I've just decided for myself, because I've had a lot of anxiety, like, on these road trips, that's why I fly everywhere. Oh. Because I like to drive where people know me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, I stay on my same, okay, I go from here, I go on up to, to this TV station, go back down to the office. Like, I know that stroll. You know, but when I start going to Delaware through, you know, up to the Hamptons and all that, it does make me a little nervous. Oh, I mean, I can definitely see why. I think the scariest part is just how hard it is to prosecute these cops. You know, um, the Freddie Gay, Gray, Freddie mm-hmm. Gray case is the same way all of those police officers were let off. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a long system and uh, it, it's really 
It's really difficult, but the uh, the video is extremely hard to watch. You've probably already seen it, but Yanez goes from like zero to sixty in two seconds, and um, he's completely going free. Um, yeah, I think there needs to be something done about the fact that these a lot of cops, and and a lot of them are great, and I have really phenomenal cop friends. But even I have a phenomenal cop friend that's a fucking hothead. And I even told him, calm your ass down. If somebody, you know, he will perpetuate something at a bar when he's off duty, you know, and he's caring. But oh, he'll, great. like, kind of, oh, like, God. antagonize someone to get them riled up to almost get to the point of fighting. And then I'm like, so then what's going to happen? Like, you're going to get into a brawl. You've been drinking. You're going to pull your gun out. You're going to shoot this person. Like, stop. Like, just stop. I think, you know, look, we've had um, in the past, there's a, there's a really great George Mason um, grad student who's basically just studying the dynamics of police unions and essentially how much police unions protect their own. And then um, how hard it is essentially to fight these police unions on cases like Philando Castile, because essentially a cop can basically just go on and go, well, I smelt marijuana. I thought he was reaching for his weapon. And, you know, the way the law is written, and those guys and women have that sort of as a defense because they can use that as the defense. So it makes it so hard to prosecute any of these guys and women, as I'm saying. But, um, you know, we should have a more of an expert on, and there's actually mm -hmm. a police department in Canada that is doing, I know I always say this word, but they're actually doing mindful police work, mm -hmm. and they're trying to get police officers away from the machismo of this is like, I'm you know. I'm so down for that because yeah. any of us that know or any of those other cops, they're also complicit. If they know another cop that feels... Right. A certain amount of power from that gun. That gun isn't where the power should emanate. You know, there should be a thousand other ways to bring a situation back to order. Because isn't that what it's all about? Yeah. Like keeping order, do you know? Yeah, keeping order. And I think, you know, I, I guess police, to my understanding, and again, I don't know a lot about police forces, but they're somewhat trained to de-escalate situations. Mm -hmm. But I think they're not trained enough, you know? I mean, I think they're always ready to pull their gun, and I, I realize it's a dangerous job and a thankless job at times, but I think if you're going to get into it, there has to be a different approach. Listen, I need the police. I don't want... I need the police around. If some shit goes down, my ass is calling the nine to the one to the one. Okay? So I have no... Like, you know, when I'm going to call on a cop, I will need them to be there, but I don't want to call on a cop, and the cop come and shoot my ass. So, yeah, there are things to be, you know, to be worked on to this point. And, you know, hey, if you see something weird, if you see somebody that seems a little, because cops can have mental illness, too. Uh, They're not yes, immune to mental illness. big time. I mean, look, my whole thing is, like, when I just went to Cuba, the police there do not carry guns. They okay. carry a baton stick. Right. I just don't know. I just feel like it's that, ad that age-old adage, like, if you're carrying a weapon, you're going to use it. Sure. Like, instead of, I don't see why, and I know this is complete radical thinking, but wouldn't it be amazing if the police just didn't carry guns on basic patrol? Like, I just wonder how that would help. I mean, sure. But I'm, I'm the wrong person to talk to because I'm not a big, I don't. 
10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Ah! Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's two zero. How ironic! I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. 
you know, I feel like I'm going to have to get a caller-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani Show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani Podcast. Enjoy. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right? (laughs) You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. No, it's your I don't opinion. think people should even have guns. I feel like it's just ridiculous. I yeah. know it's your Second Amendment right. Go for it. But I just don't. I, I was just reading a story. 1,300 kids every year are killed mm-hmm. from firearms in their own right? house. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's like, hello. You know. But anyway, I'll well, preach on. I'll get tons of emails. After, after <laughs> what, what happened to um, Scalise, Representative Scalise, maybe things will change. Maybe. Maybe something will change. Maybe. Uh, In lighter news, we were talking about Snapchat, and apparently Instagram stories are crushing Snapchat. Uh, Paul only uses Insta stories, which is smart. I I still am on this Snapchat, but I do the whole, like, you save the Snap video, and then you just post it to Instagram. Mm -hmm. But new numbers have come out detailing the amount of daily users to Instagram's 11th-month-old story. And according to Carolyn Everson, Facebook's global head of sales, um, and remember, Facebook bought Instagram back in 2012. Instagram stories are now generating 250 million active users, and that's uh, nearly 100 million more than the 166 million daily users that Snapchat has on their platform as of this past spring. Do you think Snapchat is dead and going away? I mean, I never got on that bandwagon, so I just didn't want like to check. I already checked Facebook. I check Instagram. I'm just like, Twitter, I'm not so much on, but I need to get on more. But no, I'm just like, I need... I need my life. Do you do the Facebook story now too? Because now Facebook has the story as well at the top. You into that? I don't the do Facebook that. The Facebook story? Yeah. So so now Instagram has a story. Snapchat has a story. And now I basically, I don't know about that one. It's I it's do Facebook awful. Live, but I don't know about the story. No, I'm just going to stick to the Instagram. I know. Yeah. Um, our interns are both 22, 23 years old. Um, AJ and Irene. Are you guys getting ready? Getting rid of Snapchat? You think it's going away? No, I they're shaking. Snapchat. They're shaking their head. No. Okay. Fine. I think Instagram is for artsy. Wait, come on up. It, it, come on up to Mike. Your Instagram is for artsy. Gather artsy. around, kids. Artsy what? Okay, this is AJ, by the way. Hello. So I always thought that Snapchat was just for like funny little snippets, like if you're doing it with your friends, you're out yeah. to drinks, and then Instagram story is more artsy if you have like a really pretty drink. You know how Instagram is all about like posting pretty pictures, and they have really pretty filters and Instagram cool locations. Instagram story is like aesthetic, yeah. whereas yeah. Snapchat is like fun. 
Oh, I know? see. That's how. That's why we're like, supposed to keep it. It would be. I would be very surprised if I found myself deleting my Snapchat. Great. Oh, wow. Right. Snapchat okay. started the face filters. True. Instagram just hopped on that bandwagon, and it's like, who's the original? But Instagram here? series doesn't have all of the ones or anywhere near, right? No. They don't have the little ears and all that. Right. They yeah. don't have if the. If I were cool. to have a party, I would still want to buy a Snapchat filter because you can like <laughs> yeah. do that, you know? And I think that's really personalize cool. it. Nice. How the Instagram, though, is going to have that, don't you think? Yeah. I mean, They're working sure, on it right now. Yeah. As we speak. Right. I mean, it's already done. They just have to launch it, but still. I don't know. I think it's doomsday <laughs> for you, Snapchat. Ladies. Thanks, gals. Um, this was a disturbing study. Okay. You know where chocolate milk, how chocolate milk is made, right? Don't start with me. Because you know I put chocolate milk in my coffee every day, but it's not you real do? milk. Oh, do you? That's cute. I do. I put chocolate... I used to, when I lived in New York at the Mercedes house, the people in the maintenance men used to come to my apartment. I know my neighbors were like, what is he doing down there? But they used to come over every day because um, one day one came for a cup of coffee. See, what I do is. Oh, yeah, what's your coffee? Yeah, this girl, sounds delicious. I brew my coffee. We need one of these. Mm -hmm, mm. I'm serious about my coffee. I grind my beans. It's Ooh. right. Yeah. And then I use, um, well, I used to use real chocolate milk. Now I'm like. <laughs> I use it's silk. Soy, silk. Okay. I use the silk and I mix it up between the almond and the soy. Ooh, yeah. And then I do like the chocolate milk and then I do the vanilla creamer. So I put just a little bit of vanilla mm, creamer yeah. and then a little chocolate milk in the bottom of my coffee. It is so good. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, I was a hit in the maintenance office. <laughs> <laughs> knocking on my door around coffee time. Well, uh, this is the most disturbing thing I've read in the past week. Tell and me. I, I had to put it on this podcast. I'm I know. Well, the National Dairy Council said that a whopping 7% of Americans believe that chocolate fav flavored milk comes from chocolate covered cows. What? Yes. And no, they did not ask American children. The respondents were 100% adults. The Washington, points, Washington Post points out that the number might seem small, but consider its application to the national population. That translates to 17 million citizens, which is more than live in almost every state in the union. That's how many people potentially believe that chocolate milk comes from a brown cow. Like a brown egg from a chicken? Yes. You got to be kidding yes. me. Yes. Do you think that the Washington Post did this? I don't know. You, do you think that's even real? Fake news. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't just say that. No, I'm just like, really? Fake news. Oh, my God. Oh, God. I read that, and I was beyond beyond disturbed by that whole thing. Um, I love, you know, we Paul and I both love supporting local um, mm -hmm. since we are local. I'm super excited about this. Do you think you have um, bad anxiety? Hmm, I think it's manageable. But when something gets under my skin, yeah, it's there until I deal with it. It's like, but do you think you're crippling anxiety? No. Okay, well this, um, a new D.C. Washingtonian, her name is Alicia Ramos, has started a uh, new Friday newsletter called Girls Night In. Mm. And the whole idea is to essentially bring people together to um, help them deal with anxiety, stress, and anger, and help them seek out some of D.C.'s most fabulous therapists, as well as jobs and to deal with the stress of the election and she's getting a huge response by this uh, Ramos in fact launched it a couple of months ago but now it's so successful that she's quit her job and is doing it full time she says that Washington especially Washington women regardless of their political affiliation are feeling an overwhelming sense more than ever of anxiety and not sure their purpose in life think that's true of your girlfriends, Paul? Um, I think that the men are just as confused and purposeless as the women that are, you know what I mean? I, you know, and I hear this kind of stuff all the time, and, and you know, I am 
pro-women and most of my friends are women and all of that, but I do hear a lot of them say, you know, women don't have any examples. Well, shit. I mean... What? We have tons. The, Oprah. Right. I, Sandra yeah, I Bullock. Sheryl <laughs> Sandberg. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, I feel else? like the men keep keep things... Shonda Rhimes. Right. Oh, fantastic. We got a lot of... Yeah, we got a lot of people to look up to. So many. Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama's a fabulous example. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so, I mean, sometimes I just feel like... Um, you know, when people say, oh, especially women, they're more stressed. Why are they more stressed? Like, you, you, you include the men. You feel like the well, men are most stressed. Yeah, because also, what happened the other day when um, the one guy, the commentator, Jason, whatever his name is, Miller, on CNN, okay. he said that Kamala Harris was hysterical. Did you see that? No, see no, that? tell me this story. Well, he was saying that during Jeff Sessions' um, you know, testimony okay, okay. that Kamala Harris was hysterical. And there was another commentator on, it was on Anderson's show, Anderson Cooper's show, that was like, well, why is she hysterical? And he's like, well, I mean, that's just, you know, a difference of opinion. She was just hysterical to me. Because she was really holding his ass to the fire. Sure. And trying to make him answer the question. And they all tried to get Kamala Harris in check. But because she was a woman and she was aggressive, stern, focused, they said she's hysterical. So sometimes I don't like when people, and, and, and she wasn't. She was handling her business as a woman. But, yeah. And Jeff Sessions even started to kind of laugh a bit because he's just like, oh my God, this woman is like completely, he even said, these questions are making me nervous. This is too fast for me. I'm getting nervous. Oh Lord, these older men. So then when someone like this, and I'm not dissing her thing because I'd love to talk to her on this podcast. Yes, this I know. I want to reach out and have her on. But, you know, She's... Especially women are more stressed. Why? They can't handle the stress? I mean, the women I know, they're ballers. They're bosses. Yeah, good point. Do you know? Good point. This maybe should be geared towards men, too. Well, the men are to just everybody. stressed. Yeah. They don't know what the fuck is to do. That is the truth. That is really, that's a good point. Yeah. You know what? We'll have to reach out to her. So it's called Girls Night In, if you want to subscribe. I'm getting my first one this uh, this Friday, so we'll let you know how it goes. Um, would you say so far this summer that there's actually like a song of the summer? You know how every summer there's usually a song of the summer? What was last summer's? I think it was like, uh, I don't know, wasn't it Bruno Mars? Um I'm so stuck on that old shit on my and serious in my car. I like listen to Blend, Love. I mean, like I am so. Is Despacito considered like the the song of the summer? Despacito. I don't even. I've never even heard that. What? No, but play it. I don't know. Well, well, this is supposed to be the song of the summer, and it's it's basically um, embracing your chub rub. Um, this Who sings it? Missy Ev, Missy Eves. Oh my God, I'm probably Missy Elliott. No, no. Missy. I wish. Um, it's called Thunder Thighs. But oh, by Miss Eves. Sorry. Miss Eves. Okay. Yeah. Here it is. Thunder Thighs. Thunder Thighs. Thunder thighs. Oh my God. Oh my God. Them Thunder Thighs. Okay, I absolutely love this. It's about embracing your chub rub. You know I'm all about positive body image. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if I would call it the song of the summer. She's from Brooklyn. She's on Twitter at Yo Ives. Um, but the song is getting a ton of plays, and it's called Thunder Thighs, and it's all about embracing your inner chub rub. And I was asking Paul if he knew what chub rub was, and you don't even have chub rub. That's what you said, right? Well, you what does even... that mean? I mean, of course, they, they will touch when oh, I'm sitting down here. That's like, yeah, that's when you walk, and your jeans, like, and your, no. your inner thighs rub together so much. Not Sometimes really. Like mine used to be really big, so they would rub off like my inner jeans. They'd be real 
pink? No, no, no. Like it would, they would actually have such severe chub rub when I was larger. Right, I mean, your skin would, would be like, really pink, right? And, well, and worn out? No, it would actually wear through the pants. Does anyone have that? Like, I would actually have chub Damn. Like, yeah, I know. That's how well, pink I've my chub rub some, I've <laughs> seen some. No, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I didn't like, mean to. Oh, shit. Wow. Oh, God damn. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, just, I just can't imagine you were that heavy. I know. Yeah. I was. Why are y'all talking like we are just you, talking like normal? What the fuck? Y'all want to come up here? Yeah, talk? you got to get up here. Here, just sit here, Irene and I know, AJ. It's just like, they're like a, a mile away. Like I know. we got to talk to AJ anyway because her parents uh, believe that they're cursed from the sins of their parents. Uh, so we have uh, this story is amazing when you find out what they do. Oh. Um, but anyway, so, okay, yeah, you are. I mean, it's just hard to imagine you as like. Not that there's anything wrong with being bigger, but like you're just you're such a tiny little human now. So I can't imagine like you being like rubbing your pants through. I just it's hard to it's hard to imagine. I used to chub rub them through, Paul. That's wow. how bad yeah. I know. I, I know. get chub like, rub, and then your pants holes. would be done, and you're like, oh, I chub rub these, and yeah. then you give them away. Charity. <laughs> I got I chub to, rub. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I wouldn't even. I'd have to like make them into rags, or I'd cut them into shorts because I chub rubbed them right through. <laughs> Wow, I, know. I wonder if I've I done that. Embrace your bod. Right. You know what? It's all worth it. I get chub rub when I wear dresses in the summer because yes. it gets all sweaty and like my legs are rubbing. What do you usually together. do? You put some powder there? I just, I just, you roll with tough it. through it. This is a lot. Wow. Uh, anyway, oh here, I'll play <laughs> Despacito. Perfect body, Paul. <laughs> this Not is a all lot. <laughs> so if you are looking for some th- summer anthem, Thunder Thighs might be it, but probably Despacito is is. Oh, that's such a. With Justin Bieber is the one of the summer. I'll bring that up. Uh, before we talk to AJ, yeah, yeah. I know. I, they're looking at a before and after picture of me. Um, here's Despacito. We'll we'll get this going. Um, one more story that I want to hit on, and then we'll have our interns are like doing amazing things that we have to talk about, and yeah. I'm sure you'll be able to relate to this. Um, Paul, what do you think? Danny Mathers, who's the former Playboy model who shared a nude photo of a woman at the gym, who um, then was actually prosecuted for it and only got uh, basically community service out of it. Uh, Danny Mathers just gave an interview to Us Weekly, and she says it's the best thing that ever happened to her. She would not take the experience back at all by posting the nude picture of the woman. She says, of course she is deeply sorry, but it never would have given her reflection on her own life. I love everything you're saying. You do? You mm-hmm. think you think that? Do you think it's, um, she's, you know, she says she hasn't even been on social media for a year and that people are relentlessly cruel to her still, but oh. she's okay with it. That it's a learning curve every step of the way and now she's, um, she's volunteering at anti-bully groups. Uh, I love that part. I mean, I, I love the part yeah. about the lesson that she got from it. Um, it's interesting. First of all, that's a total violation, taking a picture of somebody. Right? I told you the other day I was talking to this guy at the gym. It was yeah. so weird. Did I tell you I was talking to this guy at the, in the locker room? No. Yeah. I mean, I go to this kind of fancy gym, and I'm in the locker room, and this guy is talking to me, and he just drops his fucking pants. Like, what? right in front of me. He had a little stick in the world. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, you dropped your pants in front of me, and your dick's little? Like, what the hell? Where's so, that anyway. tiny pee-pee? Yeah. And now I was just like, well, who does that? But, I mean, in the locker room, there is a certain, I mean, who would think? Because if somebody's on their phone, you don't want to be policing them. Like, what you doing with your phone? Oh, but you did sort of question, like, what he might have been taking a photo. No, not him. This guy just dropped his pants as oh. he was talking to me. Like, and he was facing me. I'm just like, could you just give me, like, I'll give you a moment to change. Yeah. I don't mind. I'm not offended. But 
you know, you just don't think that somebody is going to invade your privacy like that and post a picture. I'd be pissed off. I'd prosecute the shit out of that shit. <laughs> well, she got it. She got it. And now yeah. she says she's reflecting. You think people do have moments like that? I mean, I think everybody does. Whether it's, There's something significant that happens usually in your life that is either a wake-up call for you or changes how you're doing things. Absolutely. I think she can reflect without talking about how much reflecting she's doing. She's like, wow, like, I'm so fucking great now. Like, girl, just be better. Like, reflect on your own. She doesn't have to, like, go talk to people about how she's now this holier but than now. I think mindful living would probably tell you that sharing the lesson is probably a good thing because, to me, hearing... What she said makes me think, oh, okay, wow. So she realized that she wasn't being compassionate. Right. Uh, she wasn't being thoughtful. And she got it. You know, as opposed to most people blame the system. Can you believe that murderers are, Bill Cosby got off and I got community service? All that's I did was true. post a picture. No, she got a lesson. Yeah, you know, that's so true. I'm I down just, for that. I would have liked if somebody snapped a picture of her like working at a homeless shelter and she wasn't like hey everybody I'm doing all of these things I'm so oh, great like they caught her yeah yeah like yeah. it'd be nice she would have had didn't to have set to... that up anyway <laughs> it would have been nice snap if she a didn't picture have to of me at this homeless it. shelter and but I'm glad I mean a... learning a, learning a lesson is a really important yeah. thing it's hard to do so good for her here's a little despacito for you supposedly like this song in the summer this is a remix listen if it's not on blend or love I don't hear it Anyway, there's a little Justin Bieber for you. Okay. So Irene, by the way, Irene, are you ready to share all? I'm, I'm ready. She's got a new blog. What is she wants us to check out, Paul. Um, so Yeah, what is you it? guys have inspired me a lot to just be a person that like actually does what they say they're gonna do. And for a really long time, I've been saying, like, I want to start a blog about food, blah, blah, blah. And, like, I just never did it because, I don't know, I was scared or I was lazy or whatever. Um, so then when I went through my most recent breakup, which has been really unfortunate and really hard for both parties, I'm sure. Um, but it kind of, like, gave me the kick in the ass to start the blog that I've always wanted to start. Wow. So it's called foodandabreakup.com. So that's food and a breakup. No hyphens or anything. Uh, dot com. Oh my God, Irene! <laughs> I love this that is name. So good. Thank I do you. too. Isn't that a good I name? I love it. And I'm kind of just like trying to tell people about like what I'm doing and how I'm doing and what friends in my life and people that I know are going through. And um, yeah, so it's a lot. It's a lot of fun. Oh. It's pretty cathartic. And I'm really, I would love if you guys checked it out and let me know what you thought or, you know, if you hate it or if you love it or if you <gasps> think I could make it better. It's so cute. I love the picture that you... Oh, my God. You... Food and a breakup. And then her <laughs> her latest blog is titled, It's Okay to Not Be Okay. Cliche as fuck. I know. But really, <laughs> you're allowed to miss someone. That, that was shitty. You're allowed to feel like trash and be sad even if someone really hurt you. And it was their fault and the things ended. That's, I love you, Irene. You're like, and it was his fault. Your feelings are so important. You're literally a bundle of feelings that's directing around a pile of meat. <laughs> Do not beat yourself up about crying over cheating trash person loser. Because at some point, it, this was one of the most important people in your life. This post isn't really about me. Yes, of course, my breakup has been really hard, but my I'm best friend is Sarah also going to read through it. All of my blog posts. Wow, I'm <laughs> loving this. I'm gonna, so 
I'm going to put these on Audible and you're going to read them. I'll read every single one of them. This fucking piece of work took a bit out, a bite out of my heart, chewed it up, spit it out, shit on it, and threw it off a building. Well, I hate this This was about my friend. Guy. This one was okay. mine. Dude. Oh, this is about your friend. Wait, this, wait, is this about your relationship? So uh, the first few posts, and I intermittently like post about my breakup and everything. But this morning, my best friend and I were talking, and she has just gone through a breakup where the guy cheated on her and started dating the new girl that he cheated on her with, and introduced her to all of his friends, and like is just this horrible person. So that was kind of like my ode to her was like. And she was, like, frustrated that she was feeling bad about missing this guy and being upset about it. And I was like, dude, like, you can't be mad that you have feelings. Like, you just sure. have to accept them and you have to take them on for the ride. And you'll know when you have to let them go and let it be okay. Then uh, This is amazing. I mean, I got to spend time reading this. Then oh, she writes you. one to her dad on Father's Day. Oh, my God. This will make me cry. I oh, can't even. I, I was literally, my dad's dead. That's why it's so sad. Um, <laughs> Just on the just reel. FYI, just just a little FYI story. for you. Oh my um, god! But yeah, this is so, so I totally great. like cried writing that. So it's just nice to like get all my feelings out in a creative way that will hopefully like push me to my dreams of like Food Network and all those things. So yes. this is freaking awesome. Thank you. Is. Is I, I really do appreciate you guys. You guys amazing. have done a lot in helping me know that I can be a woman with my own business and you know saying all the things you always want to say i just really appreciate you guys and you've been a major help and inspiration for Food me to do it wow. and a breakup Food brilliant and, a breakup. and the fact brilliant. that you were brave enough at this stage of this very young breakup to come on here and talk about your breakup. I mean, because that is, you know, we've all broken up with somebody, but we don't want to speak about it. Oh, Especially not publicly, because yeah. that makes it final and people will hold you to it, you know. Yeah. Right. So you can't just pop back in and out of it. And the fact that you're going to make a couple of coins off this breakup, I hope so. Girl, that's a girl after my own heart. I hope so, girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to get alimony one way or the other. I'm going to get it from you or I'm going to take it out your ass. I'm getting it from my food in the breakup. I'm getting my alimony. I'm walking with some cash. I guess you are. <laughs> I mean, well, thank you guys so much for love listening. You, I really oh appreciate my God, it. You I love are. you guys. You're amazing. Um, okay, oh, AJ, yeah, we have to get AJ on here, who's our other intern. These interns are like endless, endless content and entertainment. <laughs> they are, they are. You guys are like genius. That's the only reason. But we're sitting here right before the yeah. show, and AJ is talking to us about her parents. And essentially, AJ is just out of college. She's like hustling, at working this TV job. Then she's here at the podcast. So... She was saying, and I was just curious, like, if your mom ever had this, or, or and I'll tell you stories about my family, but a AJ was saying that her parents believe they're cursed for the sins of their parents, and therefore they're always trying to pray, and AJ had to say the rosary with her mom today before she came in to bring back the good juju. This is hysterical. Really? Tell me about this. So it's really just my mom that is the whole... What is it? Yeah, the, the, the main. Oh yeah, my parents are crazy, and but in a good way. So crazy. Is it connected to their religion or? So well, my mom just has this whole philosophy that whatever my grand my, my my grandparents, her parents did, will affect the future. So she's always telling me like my boyfriend or whoever I'm dating. She's like, how are the parents? What, really? what are their sins? Are their parents good? And blah blah blah. And so Maybe she has. I know she she always is saying this. And so we pray a lot. My and so she thinks that her two parents they were divorced. Her father cheated on my grandmother, and that was always a huge thing. And she's like, I am paying for the sins of my father. And I'm and like, Mom, I, I don't know if this passes on. I'm not yeah. sure if this is a thing. And so whenever whenever I'm dating a new man, I'm, I have a boyfriend right now, and. She you do? is I don't constantly. Know about this man. Yeah, I don't, I don't I talk about him too much. <laughs> I know. Is he cute? Super cute. Damn. He's a tall Italian boy. I met him in Corning. It's a really cute love story, actually. 
Where's Corn Man? Cornball USA. That's what I call it. Where's it's, that? It's oh it's Southern Tier New York, and it's two hours from Syracuse, two hours from Rochester. It's in the center of it all. It's known for corning glassware. Oh, sure, oh, yeah, sure, sure. That's course. what it's known for. Oh, yeah, give us a corning bowl. So, yeah, you got a little corning trivia. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, she constantly is asking me, what are his parents do? What are, you know, do they seem good? Are they good people? Because, you know, that's going to pass on to you and your kids. Wow. And I'm like, Mom, does anybody else think this? Pressure. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm thinking all the things he does. I'm like, check, okay, good. He has that, he has that. and Because, you know, God forbid it's going to pass on to my kids and my sins are going to pass on. But do on. you believe it at this point? <laughs> at this point, I'm like, I just don't, I don't know if it's really true. I'm like, Mom, I think I'm wrong. We, we create our own juju. See, Paul, this really is why we need that newsletter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's like, wait, I got to pay for my parents' shit. <laughs> Imagine what's going to happen to poor, poor Baron Trump. Oh, Dear God. God. <laughs> he already has his struggles. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, my God. Well, That's so... Yeah, so how are you dealing with that? I mean, so... So knowing that, end, I, that I have yeah. all of these, I have my grandparents' bad juju, I have my parents' sins I have to pay for. Shit. First of all, I'm going to be honest. I don't think it's real. I really yeah. don't. Like, I, I don't. Think, I think... That's the part that um, people can become like really superstitious about yeah, things yeah. when I think it has nothing to do with it. I think it's how you live your life. Right. You can't be responsible and you can't exactly. really believe that God punishes exactly you for something that your father did. You know exactly. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I think the hard part is, is for you, you don't want to fall into that because I think when you do start thinking that right. way, that it could right. be true, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like in your mom's mind, it's, oh my God, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm cursed for that. I'm always going to pay for that. And if you start thinking that way, then you find things that make it true. Right. Mm-hmm. It's all in no, your head. It's all in your head. That... I, I just, that was so curious to me. Has your parents ever been like that, Paul? Well, I mean, my mom, I just had this conversation with her yesterday about holding on to things from the past. Mm-hmm. Because at this stage, my mom's been married to her new husband, or her new husband, they got married in 1995. <laughs> but, you know. More than 10 years ago. And my da- with my dad, they were married in like 71, and they got divorced I don't know. They were together for 16 years, and then they got divorced in, like, 91 or something like that. Got so, it. But, you know, she's still holding on to certain things she will bring up from time to time, from time to time, from what happened, you know, between the marriage of my father and her. Sure. And so me, I was raised around all that holding on because I heard my grandmother, and I heard, you know, like, my mom's best friend. There's different people around that were always holding on to old stuff. Right. So right, in the right, beginning right. of my adulthood, I would hold on to things. Right. And that would be like the start of all my conversations or when I want to just get into cocktail time with my friends. Do you believe, you know, I told mother, you know. Right. You know what I mean? And then at a certain point, like in my earlier 30s, I was like, you know, I should probably let everything go from the past. And I'm defining the past as two minutes ago. So if I've done something. That's really good. That's like hard to do. That I cannot change because I cannot turn back the hands of time. Let me let that go. Learn from it. Take that in. And then I'll change for the future. And from that moment, I started to let shit go. And I swear it was like. I was reborn. It's like I peeled off this layer of shit and negativity and all of that. So, I mean, your mom's is not negative and all that, but so my mom, Mm -hmm. I'm always, even at, you know, 67 years old, trying to encourage her to, listen, I'm telling you, if you let all this stuff go, you're going to see life in a new way. Mm. You're just going to be looking forward. You're not going to be looking back. You'll be able to sleep better at night because, I mean, there's still things that I fuck up royally, Um. and I'm like... You know, yeah, I thought that up, but that's done. Let me 
work with the repercussions, deal with the repercussion of that. And then moving forward, when it comes back around again, because in life, you know, everything comes everything back around comes again. Everything comes full circle, yeah. It comes so back true. around again, or it shows itself in another way, and I said, ooh, I already learned that lesson. I know. Yeah, I learned that lesson. So this time, I'll maybe go another way. That's so good. I yeah. loved that story. I think that's so great. Learn from your past. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm so But I want to hear about how your parents get you up and, like, well, they send you off to work, like, with your coffee and your dad warms your car up. It's <laughs> 90 degrees outside. What's going on? <laughs> well, no, they walk her out for safety. This story is amazing. Right. She wanted to know from you and uh, from us, Paul, is essentially if she has overbearing parents or sweet parents. Right. So the story is I have an early job in the news station. I have to be there at 3.30. So my mom has this whole thing. You're not going to wake up. And I, I now live with, back with my parents. And my mom it. wakes me up. So my, this is my mom's job. She wakes me up. She goes downstairs, makes the coffee. She, I love iced coffee. She puts it in a little to-go tumbler cup. She makes it just perfect how I like it. At 2 o'clock in the morning? Milk. 2 o'clock in the morning. Brings it to my room. Andrea, are you awake? Andrea. And then... She brings your coffee? Brings freshly made? Brings my coffee. Made. Freshly made. Wow. And, and I, lived, I lived without my parents for a year, and then I moved back home. And uh, then, so after I get dressed and everything, I'm like sipping up my coffee, trying to get ready for the day. My dad, it's his turn at 3 a.m. He goes outside, brings the car around the front, because it'll be parked in some... I live in the city, so it's parked in some random spot. He goes, brings it to the front of the house, and he waits outside on the stoop. Until I leave the stoop, I go, I kiss him goodbye, and I go into my car. He, if it's, like, a block away, he'll walk me there. And he's, like, watching. As if, it, you know, the streets are, like, crowded with people. Amazing. Sometimes there's a crazy person, but he walks me to the car, and then they go back to sleep. I wish my parents felt like they were cursed. And I gotta tell you something. Like, that would have been I gotta awesome. be honest. I gotta give props to my mom. People might think this is weird, but my mom will do the exact same right. thing for me. Really? Like, there's never a time, no matter where, if I'm in the same place as her, if I'm staying at her house and I have to leave early or fly, she always get up, she'll make, like, this morning, she made me an omelet. What? Yeah, it had spinach and all this stuff, and then it'd be, be beautiful nice. sausage, and then my she toasts my bread and makes coffee. Sarah. Yeah, I know, right? Well, Dan would do all that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice. but my mom is like, when are you getting up for me? Like, yeah. yeah, my mom weighs me out every time. Like, I drive down the street, she weighs all the way down, and I'm beeping the horn, beep, 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 and I wave out the sunroof, beep, 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 beep. No, yeah, they yeah. don't do any of that. Maybe I'm the only one that's been out on my own since <laughs> I was like 17. No, I moved out. Probably better. See, I can't decide if it's overbearing and you know it's gonna affect me later on in life because I'm like, well, where, where's my coffee? Like when I wake up and I'm 34 <laughs> years old, I'm like, where, where the hell is my coffee? <laughs> Nobody's that's there for amazing. me. So is it actually you know ruining it for the future or is it just well, a nice certain gesture? days you shouldn't expect it and you should jump up a little bit earlier than your mom and make her coffee. Got it. You know. Yeah, as long yeah. as you reciprocate, that's yeah, good advice. Do that. Father's Day and Mother's Day, I make breakfast in bed. <laughs> One day oh. a year. Is that enough? <laughs> Enjoy it while you got it. That's amazing. Right, right. I love it. I would live with my parents if they would. Right. I'd live with my mom moving. if she was closer. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. Uh, by the way, we have to thank our sponsor, HomeZen. They are amazing. If you're thinking about selling your home or you're selling a home or you know someone who is, check out HomeZen. H-O-M-E-Z-E-N. They help you save $20,000 or more selling without an agent. It's revolutionary. You can learn more by going to myhomezen.com or calling 202 509-0553. Paul Wharton, are we good to go? I am so good to go. I just want to say that, mm. girl. What? You know, I had you know these people are probably sick of hearing about this book situation, but oh, you know, I got another note. I'll just say this quickly. I got a note from my publisher saying I was six thousand words short, and I'm like, I'm about to go to Great Gardens. Don't fuck with my life. 
And so I just first I just got inspiration from this new space, from these beautiful gardens, and I just want to encourage people, like if you feel stuck or blocked, like I felt like I'd given all I had to that book and I couldn't give any more, mm-hmm. but I changed what I was seeing every day. I went to a new space, I breathed new air, I met new people, and then the block cleared. I finished it while I was there and I sent it off. So you're just like either the double tree or the gardens, like what? <laughs> <laughs> so like double tree just, whatever just for your situation right? might be okay okay yeah, yeah look well. at something new <laughs> oh all right even okay. just for a moment I right no and problem. then you can come back with with a fresh perspective like now me going away on the weekends and coming back to this podcast i have fresh stories i feel great about it and this it keeps it fresh yeah me too right all thanks hey. to the double tree hey, hey. Hi, Paul Wharton. Thanks, guys. Uh, follow us on social media. Yeah. It's Paul Wharton Style, Style on, on Instagram. Instagram. Paul, Paul Wharton, Wharton on Twitter. You, boom. <laughs> it only take me like years to get that. Right. Uh, you can follow me on HeyFrage on Twitter, on Instagram, and HeyFrage Podcast on Facebook. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks, interns. We love you. Food in a breakup. Food in a breakup. Take it from me, you should be listening. Live from the nation's cap, pop culture at its best. No need a second guess, separated from the rest. Entertaining nonetheless, many topics to address. Sarah, she's so glamorous, the number one hostess.